<clears throat> For all my gorgeous, healthy sisters all around the world, I'm talking the 175 and up club. Duh, we cook good, we eat good, we look good. Everybody, welcome to the Ozone. We back up in y'all. This is Omar Miller at Omar Miller in the Ozone at Koreatown. Now, if that doesn't confuse you, here's my brother Terry. <laughs> it's my job to confuse Terry Miller at Icons, right? It's your account, not mine. Oh, but okay. yeah, it's at Icons with a Z. With he's a Z. special like that. Uh, yeah. Anyways, God, let's get to it, you jive turkey. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's bringing back the 70s. So expect a lot of jive turkey soul talk, brother. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> On the black hand side. My man. Let's talk about Major League Baseball. Ooh, why? I'm scared. Odor might be in the room. <laughs> he might be here. We got to talk about it. Let's speak on it. And he's chin checking and he at the is, door. And and Joey Bats is the most confused man in the major yeah, league. Oh, do you think he's still on one leg? <laughs> I think he's Cloud still. Nine? I think him and Amir Khan might be hanging out. <laughs> and they're both uh, uh, trying to wake up and knock out the cobwebs. Let me tell you something that's really interesting is the nicest guy in the world, I think, is Adrian Beltre. Because if you watch the footage... Nicer than Canelo. Anybody... No, no, listen. Nicer than Canelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicer wow. than Canelo. And this is why. Because Canelo knocked the dude out and you could see in Canelo, you see genuine concern like right. for Canelo thinking that he might have killed him. Right. Well, in this particular situation, we're looking at... And for everybody who's just been in a cave over the weekend, massive brawl broke out down in Arlington, Texas with the Blue Jays versus the Texas Rangers. It was a spillover from last year's Joey Batista's bat flip that he thought was so cute, and he said, oh, it's no big deal. I'm in the moment, blah, blah, blah. Well, they did something extremely smart, in my opinion. The Texas Rangers battled them at home this year, and they didn't hit him until his last at bat of the series, which means that he was on pins and needles this whole <laughs> series thinking that he was going to get hit. Because anybody who doesn't know about baseball, I don't care if you play in Little League, getting hit by the ball sucks. All the time. And every any way you want to do it. But I will say this. What ends up happening afterwards is they plunk Joey Bats, and then there's a short hop to third base, which, by the way, tremendous leather from Adrian Beltre again. There's right. a beautiful right. short hop play that he made. <laughs> he goes to spin two. He throws it to Odor. Joey Bats comes in hot with a hard slide late. A late slide. And I can't believe they didn't find him or whatever just for that because the way that this silly Utley rule is now that, you know. But in defense, we got so many different tangents to go on on this thing. Now, I'll say this. Another reason the Utley rule is garbage is – Or the garbage. In the words of Denzel Washington, it's garbage. (laughs) Uh, You know, another reason is because Ronan Odor played this exactly the way that they teach you to play it at upper-level baseball. Speak on it, brother. <laughs> Thank you, D. Wash. And what they what they tell you is you got to get out of the way. You got to get the ball off, and you throw the ball right at the runner's head, Make him which get down. makes him get down. And then you get out of the way. Odor did everything that he was supposed to do. Everything that I've ever been taught at any practice ever. <laughs> and then he turns around, and who's in his grill? And he turns around, <laughs> and Joey Bats, also known as the tough guy, decided he wanted to stand up. So Odor, being the smaller man, pushed him off. Created a little space, and then Joey Bass decided he wanted some. He thought that, this is my opinion, he thought that he was going to come in and intimidate the smaller man, and it was going to be typical baseball style where a whole bunch of people grab, hey, dude, slow down, man, hey, man, hey, man, back up, dude, back up. grab ass. It's not, it's not <laughs> worth it. And you know what? 
It was worth it. Ronaldo <laughs> George decided that it was worth it. Cash that check on his chin. And he uh, he almost disconnected his power. Joey oh Bats, he, had, he was on a red notice. He was on a final notice. <laughs> he had 24 hours to pay his power bill, and he almost got disconnected. And you, it's funny because when you watch the footage, Joey Bats is trying to cock his hand, but he's making a show and a spectacle of right. it. Right. And Odor can't take a chance. I'm like him. I can't take a chance. Don't run up on me. If you don't want none, I've already pushed you to let you know I was serious about this. Get back, chump. Get back, sucker. (laughs) He gave him the the club and lane. Gave it to him. Hey, Bobo. (laughs) Made me wait. (laughs) He made him wait. And then uh, he made that space. And then, oh, man, what a beautiful punch. Oh, man. I mean, short to the punch. Textbook. Teddy Atlas approved. We have a Teddy Atlas approval. I can't. Teddy Atlas approval. We got the seal of approval there from Teddy Atlas, former Mike Tyson uh, 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 trainer. And I tell you what, short to the punch. And Joey Bats was so confused about what was going on. And this is why I say Adrian Beltre is the nicest guy on the planet. Is because that wobbled his legs. Oh, he's jelly legs. Jelly. And I tell you, if he would have came back with the second one, we could have witnessed something we've never <laughs> seen ever, oh, which is God. an actual knockout. That would have been so field. embarrassing. Joey Bats one of the biggest stars in Major League Baseball. He and came he get just been laying out. on the field. He just been, he, they would have had to come with the smelling salts. Yeah, they would have, Joey, well, everybody's gone, dude. Let's get they, out. You know what? It's, it's, it's best that he didn't knock him out because I bet you Odor would have got suspended for the whole year if he'd have knocked him right. out. Full knockout. Right. Instead, he wobbled his legs and he he rocked a jaw. Damn, he rocked a jaw. I love to see a good punch like I do that. Too. And and uh, and and you know why? I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down. But break this it is, down. But let's go back to Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre ran over to Joey Bats and pretty much bear hugged him and held him up. He did what Shane Mosley did for Floyd Mayweather after he was <laughs> knocked him out, was gonna knock right. him out, and then he threw the fight, the rest of the fight. Uh, he 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 ran over to him and held him up, which allowed Joey Bats to save face. He didn't Beltre. And if you have to remember, Beltre's the one who started the play. So Beltre sprinted 90 feet, caught up with Batista before Odor. You know, he even, he didn't even think about Odor. He right. went straight to Joey Bats because right. he knew he could see him falling. And he decided to help a brother out, pick him up. He decided to lean on me. <laughs> when you're not strong, I'll be over Adrian Beltre. <laughs> He'll help you hold on. <laughs> it was all bad if, if Adrian Beltran doesn't hold him. And uh, I, I'm just going to go off on a tangent on this one because you know what? Ronette Odor, I, I'm thinking about picking up the tab for Ronette Odor's fine because. I don't know. Baseball gives out big ones, dude. They give out heavy fines. That's why I said I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay. I, I was just thinking I don't about know. it. Just, I'm going to hold you to it. I didn't make any commitments. <laughs> but uh, And this is why. It's because. How many times do you drive around in traffic, especially in the beautiful city of the Angels, and people cut you off and flip, flip you off? off? Fuck you, dude. They say all sorts yeah. of ridiculous things. And then you pull up next to them and, hey, man, what, what, hey, what, what's, what's going on in my text message? I can't, I can't <laughs> look at the day's I got a, the day's I got a crook in my neck. I can't look to, you, to the right. I don't know. Everybody's a tough guy, and I, I've been known to lose it. Studio gangsters. Everybody's a lot of studio gangsters, <laughs> and, uh, and Dub C wouldn't appreciate would that. Wouldn't appreciate and that. I, and I'm here to tell you. I've been known to lose it. I've had uh, I've attempted to get uh, counseling about it because I've I am the guy that gets out of his car <laughs> and is ready to fight. I don't appreciate people talking crazy to me. Why not? Everybody's <laughs> doing it. <laughs> exactly. It's just not in my it's not in in my vocabulary to let that kind of thing slide. And uh and this is an example of that in the real world. It is. Ronette Odor just just landed a blow 
for humanity here. He yeah. just did his part to make America great again. Yeah, shot her around the world. It sure was. Because you know what? It's, nobody, especially nobody, no Canadian team is going to come back to Texas thinking that they're going to run up on some <laughs> some, some Mexicans. <laughs> don't, or, don't mess or with Dominicans Texas. Or wherever, wherever Ronette is from. I can tell you that much. Don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. They do it big in Texas and they'll chin check you. Yeah. Ronette is a little dude. Big enough. He's just enough. <laughs> so it just just remember this out here in podcast land. When you want to talk tough, when you think it's all good, you might get an odor. Yeah. Don't run up on anybody. Don't. Just don't. Unless you're ready to chunk them. You- now, if you are ready to chunk them, feel free. Run away. Because at this point, anybody can get taken to the mountaintop and get now, knocked out. Now, let me ask you this. Why is it that Joey Bass was in his face anyway after he went in with the hard slide? He went in with a career-ending slide. He did. That, was, that slide could like mess up your knees and legs. Look what it did. Gong, right? Gong was missed more than a year now, yeah. fooling around with a, with bad footwork. Yeah. Because Gong didn't pay attention in practice. Exactly. Or they didn't teach him properly. Or they didn't teach him there. Yeah. Come and, on, man. And and gone and, and, and he hurt and he hurt the pirates not being there. Exactly. Now if he would have got Odor, if he would have got Odor, Odor would be out until at least this time next year. And the Rangers might as well hang up their their hopes because that kid Odor is a one man wrecking crew. Yeah. <laughs> he has got great defense <laughs> and he's he's a damn near five tool player, really. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a, a five But let's hear what Joey Bats has to say about this incident. The only reason why he, he got me and he got me pretty good, so I have to give him that, but um takes a little bit of a bigger man, I guess, to knock me down. Talk about your teammates and even Gibby, who was thrown out of the game, coming out and, you know, everyone standing up for you and each other out there. Oh, it's not just for me. It's for the game. It's for how to play the game right. And, you know, obviously everybody felt like they crossed the line. Um, shows a little bit of, you know, at least the apparent lack of um, leadership that they have over there uh, when it comes to playing baseball the right way. Um you know, baseball plays are supposed to be taken care of with baseball plays. Um, thought it was pretty cowardly of them too to wait till my last at bat um, to do that in the whole series when they could have, you know, came out and done um, done it if they just wanted to um, kind of send a message. So, um, but I guess again shows a little bit more of their colors. No, oh, well, now wait a minute. This is the pot calling the kettle black, isn't it though? Yeah, but not, preach. Not, you know, not only that, they hit Prince Fielder. Come on, man. So is he? Is it that they're cowardly now? I mean, come on, dude. It's baseball, and it is what it is. You got your dose. He got his dose. You got chin check. It doesn't matter who got dropped or not. Although I would like to be on the the what is that? Not the, the dropping re- side. <laughs> the dropping side. <laughs> I don't want to be the one who got. Dropped. I don't want to be the recipient thereof. And so I'm Joey Betts is out of. They're out of pocket. Let it let it go, man. How about how well he tried to flip it with. Oh, they're cowardly. Yeah. Oh, they're oh oh. Uh, they're, you know, obviously they have a leadership problem. You the one that ran up. <laughs> you ran up. You slid hard. You flipped the bat, and now you don't want to pay the price. You don't want to pay the piper, you and you it. almost paid the ultimate price. <laughs> the mountaintop. The mountaintop. Take some, me to <laughs> the half our swing podcast down. <laughs> doesn't even know what we're doing right now. <laughs> they have no idea. This is gospel music, folks. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I was really. I think it's good for baseball. We got a new I rivalry now. I think that that fight yesterday in in forty five seconds was more exciting than Floyd Mayweather's last five fights, probably. Well, probably. That's you a know, good point. Except for Maidana, the Maidana fights were exciting. Yeah. Wow, man, that's just unbelievable to me. I really, because Joey Bats. I mean, even in his post game statement, 
And I, I love Jose Batista, to be honest. I can't yeah, front. I like the way, I like the way he plays the game. You know, yeah. I think he went too far with that bat flip just because I'm part of that old school way of playing the game. But you got to pay for it. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad, but you got to pay. You got to pay. Is, you know that you have to pay when you do you, that. If you want to do that, you got to pay. Yeah. That's and, a, and and guess what? It doesn't matter where you're from. I don't care where you're from. When you come and play in the States, you got to pay when you do that because you have to act like you've been there. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that he, means. Although he had never been there. Yeah. And so, but what I'm going to say, you know, is... Unfortunately to me, I'm dissecting this one as Joey Bats showing me everything that's wrong with society right now. Yeah. Not everything, much. but a lot. Yeah. It's a situation. Microcosm. It's a microcosm. I yeah, smell I'm a microcosm. Not, I smell it. It stinks. Is that a microcosm? It, it is. It is amazing to me because you have a situation where the big guy, Joey Bats, financially and physically, started a fight. The he, little guy ended it. He wrote a check. And his ass had to cash it. And you know what? And the little guy is going to end up more penalized than him. Of course. You get penalized when you win the fight in this particular situation. Right. It's he, amazing. He shouldn't have won. He should have let Joey get him first. Now, what would they have done if he would have knocked, if Joey would have knocked him out? Nothing. They would have just said that, oh. you know, they would have just talked about how. Uh, one game suspension. One game suspension. Ronette Odour. Would have would have probably lost all the confidence that he's ever had and gotten drummed out of the league without having big money like Joey Bats. Right. And instead, he decided, in the words of Tupac, to bomb first. <laughs> he decided to bomb first. Damn. Unbelievable. Well, speaking of the bomb, did you guys know that summer's almost here? 5-4 Clothing is trying to prep your wardrobe with all the necessities. Easy, lightweight shirts and cotton stretch shorts will soon become your uniform. Hey, discover what's about to arrive in their latest campaign. Let me tell you something. 5-4 Club, if you don't like to shop and you want clothes to come to your door, $60 a month, you get $150 worth of clothes. I mean, I just, I don't see where you lose on this one, guys. Sign up, use the promo code OMAR, and this will help you out. It's going to take a lot of money off of your first two months of, of membership, and you're in. Hitting on right now from five four collections. Listen, I got my my Ernie winter like sleeves. He's a, it's just like Teddy Atlas. Ernie approved. This this, this hoodie has been approved by Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> part one from Ernie. Part two from Teddy Atlas. Ah, and part three. Let's jump into this NB. Is a what do you think is about to happen? Um, I think that. T- OKC has a chance, a fighter's chance. I think so. I think they got more than a puncher's chance. If they actually play the game, I think they have more than a puncher's chance if they play the way that they played that last series against the Spurs. I'm telling you, I would have bet the house that they weren't going to beat the Spurs, especially after getting ran by 33 in that first game. Yeah, but they got a lot of referee cooking. You know, I I really got a lot of referee cooking. But let me tell you something. That was early. And then what happened was it looked like at least they believed. Yeah. And that's what all it took. Right. Yeah. I think that um, with Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook needs to attack him to make him play defense. That's what he needs to do to slow him down a little bit. If he doesn't do that then and buy into the Steph Curry show, then he'll end up just like everybody else. I don't think that he's going to get intimidated. I tell you what, Russell is – I don't think he's scared. A couple times I've seen the big situation, it seemed too bright. But then when I reanalyze it, I don't think the lights were too bright. I think that – he's had so many people in his ear like you who tell him he needs to pass more often that sometimes I see him force those passes late when perhaps he should actually take a shot. That's when he take, should take a shot. That's when he should take a shot. Now, if it was uh, if it was my choice, and I, nobody hired me to coach a team, but if, it was, if, if they had, I would put out a mandate 
to abandon this three-point parade that everybody's on right now low percentage for shot. them. Well, it's a high percentage. It's low percentage for everybody except for Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And But what I'm saying is, with the as explosive as Russell Westbrook is, if he attacks the basket and Kevin Durant attacked the basket, hey, man, guys are going to be in foul trouble. Well, I'd say even more and, so. And then they're that. not going to be able to, to, you know what I mean? They can slow, they, can, they don't need to slow the game down, but attacking the basket is the key to keeping them honest. I agree with what you're saying. You have to attack them defensively. And yeah, Andrew but, Bogut is hurt, which is a very, very, a much bigger piece than people are talking about. Even more, more so than that is that just get these other guys incorporated in your game plan, the Steven Adams and Ennis Canners. Come on, dude. Those dudes are two big men. And then Serge Ibaka can run amok. Hey, let me tell you something. Honestly, Stephen uh, Stephen Adams. And it was funny. I was talking to Next Victim this morning, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, honestly, I don't feel like he was saying Stephen Adams realized he's a beast. And I don't think that was the case. I don't think no. Stephen Adams ever had any question that he was a beast. He wakes up every day and looks at himself looking like Crow Magnet. Like I'm, hey, I'm a beast. I'm a beast. <laughs> yeah. Literally, <laughs> like a dungeon dragon beast. <laughs> Listen, he's busting with it. What it is right now, Stephen? What it is right now? And so, and and I think that Durant, Westbrook, and Waiters have now realized, wow, Serge Ibaka doesn't like playing in the post anymore. Steven Adams does, and he can make our job a lot easier. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of big men don't like to play in the post when they don't get fed. They got to get fed. You got to feed the big man. I, I Part of it is him getting fed. The other part of it seems like he's really, really comfortable just shooting threes. It's really cute now. Yeah, that's, that that you is know, true. I don't get the feeling that, that Serge Ibaka, do the, 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 I don't the think he work. wants to do the grunge work anymore. Yeah. I think he's had enough. And then they went and got Kendrick Perkins to help him out, and Perk lost all that weight. And he was just getting pushed around. He started getting pushed around. And Serge is already a lean dude. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know. I think that he's fine not. I don't know. I think he's fine not being down low. And I think that Steven Adams actually enjoys that violent work down, that body banging, you know, beast type work down there. And I think he likes to punish the little guys when they come in. Now, what I want to see is is the NBA going to play this delicate game because I see a lot of delicate calls go the Warriors way. Yeah. Not hating on the Warriors. Best team in the league. Yeah. Absolutely. But I see a lot of those kind of like calls go their way. You can't really look at those guys the wrong way. You're going to get call, uh, a foul called on you. Yeah, and that's the corporate side of basketball now. Sure is. You know, soft batch cookies. <laughs> Miss Fields <laughs> on line one. It's, uh, it's really interesting, but I do believe that OKC has a chance I don't even really feel like we need to speak on the Raptors Cavs series. We can, um, but what for? But, but I honestly, I'm now that the Spurs are out. What chance do you give the Raptors of beating Cleveland, percentage wise? I'm gonna go with with seven and a half percent. You give them seven and a half. I'll give them two. And and that's just saying, what if somebody flukes up and rolls an ankle? Yeah, that's like you know what I mean. That's that's what I'm saying. Well, the all, that only way that would still be effective if. It was LeBron James. <laughs> Honestly, Anybody else? I think that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love got enough work for, for the Raptors. <laughs> I think I got four guys that I know that got work for the Raptors, really. And realistically, the Heat had work for the Raptors if if Whiteside doesn't get hurt. Right. You know, uh, it, it was it sucked to watch Dwayne Wade out there in that last game, even though, man, what a playoffs for Dwayne Wade. He turned back the clock. I think right. he actually figured out the fountain of youth. I think Him that's and Ponce Pat- de Leon. Yeah, but that's a Pat Riley problem because Pat Riley didn't have anybody to back up Whiteside. And they brought Biombo I mean, off bench, but and Biombo ball, Biombo the beast. He is. Let's see what. Uh, I, wow, we're getting we're receiving a call here. Let's see what how Laker Quick feels about Uh-oh. this playoff situation. Laker Quick, what's good? You you old friend of the Ozone, you? Hey hey hey. 
What's going on, man? Feeling kind of bored, uh, you know, no Lakers around this time of year. You sound like a downtrodden Laker fan. You, I'm, I, you should, you're getting used to it. You sound like you're on suicide watch right now. I feel like I need to, to call the ambulance out in, uh, in in down down in the dirty south. What's going on out there? Pump it up. We're talking yeah. playoff basketball. Sam's Lakers. It doesn't feel spring like. Especially Dodgers in second place. Lakers at the house. I think a couple of them might come by tonight to watch the game. I don't know what to, what to think. <laughs> That's what's up. Don't talk about your ain't about your girl around any of Oh, too soon. So, all right, like a quick. Let's get right into it. We're speaking on these two series. Let's start with the with the series. Uh, let's start with the Cavs versus the Raptors. Terry Miller is giving the Raptors a two percent chance of winning this series. I said seven and a half on the outside chance that somebody rolls an ankle. What do you think is is going to be the most important thing for the Cavs in winning this series? Well, I, you know, at this point, you just have to say they have to keep doing what they're doing. I mean, honestly, they swept the first two rounds. You can't really think that their three-point shooting is going to continue. It's going to be interesting to see what they look like coming out after this crazy layoff. So if I was in, I don't change the thing. I mean, I don't think the Raptors quite have the personnel to match up with Cleveland. I think, uh, you know, obviously Toronto has a very good backcourt, but, uh, you know, the Cavs have Kyrie Irving. Uh, LeBron James is kind of in the backcourt half the time. So, you know, they had little success against Cleveland in the regular season. I don't see it translating in the playoffs. I think Cleveland at the end is a little too big, a little too athletic. And, I mean, if a depleted Miami team can take Toronto 7, why should anybody think that, Good you know, point. they have to champion Cleveland? And the Pacers. So, I mean, you're going right. seven back-to-back series. Realistically, to my experience as a sports fan, this is when you end up getting swept. Right. Because it's you just – Pretty much. You only have so much in you for going, you know, so many seven-game series in you. And you need to save them for the semis and the finals. And when public opinion is that you really ought to be getting swept anyway, that's where you get that – Houston Rockets thing where somebody hits the game with a shot and everybody's like, ah. When everybody's I'll upset, we have to play I'll another game. Out, next, I'll leave it out for, for Acapulco tomorrow morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, made plans, man. He made plans. Man, what you think shot we're for? losers, but we're rich. <laughs> There's an upside right. to this story. Yeah, well, okay. Well, then let's speak on this other side, which is the, I would have to say, the A side of, uh, of this situation, which is this series between the Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, I personally feel like the Thunder got more than a puncher's chance. I want to throw something out at you. In this 73-9 and season, the Warriors lost to Milwaukee, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Portland, good old Los Angeles Lakers, uh, San Antonio, Boston, and Minnesota. Now, I think that the common theme, the common thread there is that solid guard play and the youth. And between Durant, uh, Westbrook, and and a big man who can run, two of them actually, because Adams can run and so can uh, Serge Ibaka, really. And his canter. And, and yep. And and I, you know, it's hard to bet against a team that wins seventy three and nine. There's just not a lot of logic in that. But talk to me about how you feel about this series. How it's going to play out? Well. um, to pretty much simplify things, I said this series is going to come down to if Serge Ibaka can look like the player that people thought he once was. I always thought mm. that Serge Ibaka was slightly overrated. When you're playing next to two superstars, I you're going to get open attacks. 
And hitting open shots does not necessarily make you a stud. It means you're doing your job. Somewhere along the way, Serge Ibaka went from a stud to kind of just a role player. And he didn't come back out here and do his best impression of a stud for this series. Because I don't see uh, the problem for the Thunder. I don't think they really have anybody that can match up with Draymond Green. I think Draymond Green is going to act a fool in this series. I and think it's Serge Ibaka, really, because Serge Ibaka doesn't play. He doesn't play in the in the box anymore. Well, honestly, I think it's in the scanner. Really? Yeah. Well, this, this is this is what you need. You're going to need Oklahoma City. They are, they kind of almost over you know simplify things to the in the Spurs series, and it worked for them. Where basically they said, look, there's nobody out here that can stop Westbrook and Durant, so we're basically going <laughs> to stick them at the top of the key and let them take turns and put all these big cats out on the floor who either who to hit their misses. It was almost like they like a half court game, like a three on three game, in a sense, where it was like you just go and everybody crash board. And hey, if you can do it, you can do it. Because I mean, you know, Russell Westbrook, you can't stop him going to the hole. He's going to get to the hole. He's going to dish. He can dish out to Durant amongst others. I mean, when you really watch what they Waiters did in San Antonio. They honestly just pummeled San Antonio with their superior superstardom. With the, their superior to, athleticism to the and superstardom. Absolutely. To the point where at the end of that series, San Antonio, you could just see it. Their whole body weight was like, oh, yo, these guys are better than us. They're better than us. Even they gave in. They bent the will of San Antonio, which is sure. nothing. I didn't expect that whatsoever. And that's, hey, man, stars are not superstars. Good is not great. Um, and everybody who wrote the Thunder off right off top really need to remember that Four out of the last six years, the Thunder been in the conference championship, and the only two years that they didn't was when Westbrook was hurt and Nathan Durant was hurt. Other than that, they're almost like the Patriots, man. They're here every year for the last six years. Wow. So I, I kind of slept on that, to be honest, until somebody I, ran that down. I didn't sleep on it. I'm going to tell you, and I ran into this this team, this carnation of this team in December or January uh, down in Miami in Prime 112, and I went up and ran up on them and asked them if they could beat the Warriors. And I'm sure at least one of them dudes remembers the loudmouth from Ballers that jammed them up at the table. And I tell you, to a man, almost everybody's head dropped except for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook was like, yeah, we got him. <laughs> and that was the – and everybody else gave me – KD gave me, oh, yeah, man, that's a long ways away. I was like, oh, you man, you playing game. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't. Maybe you didn't hear the question. I don't hear hey, right, the I mic on I can beat the Warriors on me. I didn't say y'all need me to beat the Warriors. They might want somebody for the gold challenge. You go out to uh, back to the game horse. This is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. So I was really, I was discouraged by that, and I didn't sleep on it because I watched. I didn't sleep on the OKC Thunder based on the fact that I watched a lot of Thunder games. And the moment always seemed too big for them this yeah, season. Yeah, they always the folded in the fourth season, quarter. They always folded. I mean, they had the Warriors beat right and folded. Yeah, yeah. No, this is true. Yes, you know, Steph hit the tough, miracle, man. you know, shot from yeah, half court, but still, 48. that game wasn't. I mean, they had. I think they were up by seven in the last minute in that game yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and that they game blew that over. game. Man, it was over. <laughs> that game was <laughs> over. And, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I and and so with that, I didn't feel like they had the heart of a champion. I didn't feel confident that they were actually serious. And I, you know, you run back episodes of the Ozone. I talk about it. I just don't believe. And I also didn't believe in three-point shooting big man in Serge Ibaka. But now you have the big man who's in there as a big man. Yeah, but beating a, the beating the Spurs changes all that. You it know changes It gives everything. you a lot of confidence. Gives you a lot of – and I think it gives them a lot of confidence. Yeah. And this is uh, – not only do we have confidence in them as fans, but I believe it gives them a lot of confidence – 
And what I saw in this Spurs series was, whether it was because of the refs or anything else, that game that they won in San Antonio, game two, after getting shellacked in that first game, that game that they won, they started to believe. Yeah, And you oh, could, yeah. you could see that belief grow. Who I could get to talk to about the series. And when they lost that game, I said, they're in trouble. I mean, the Spurs are in trouble. Hey, over. I said, but they just, <laughs> it is now, even though at that point, it was only one of three. I said, like, the series is going six to seven. Yeah, but Timmy really? G didn't. He couldn't give you anything. He was. He, I think that's it for him. Now, how do you feel about that? I know you're happy about that. He's four years old. Yeah, he gave enough. <laughs> Five rings. You know, come on, man. Five yeah, rings in the Kobe Shaq era in their conference too. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, they never really had it for us when that team was together. But you know, you know <laughs> hey, I don't know about all that. You know, I don't know. Dude, 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 I ain't, you know, I ain't hear much from them from about 99 to 03, so, you know. It, you know. They were regrouping. They were regrouping at they, that they, time. They had to regroup. They had to regroup. They lost the admirable. The admirable yeah. admiral. Yes. That's what they, that's what they <laughs> lost. Uh, but tell me this. Well, last thing we want to hold you for, Laker, quick. Uh, talk to me about how you feel about the Lakers signing Luke Walton as uh, as as the, the head coach for next season. What do you think it means? for the young players now to have a guy that's very close to their age. I mean, like, technically, you're talking about a guy who could be going out to the club with the players after the game uh, or in the offseason. Might be. And, and <laughs> what'd you say? But it might be. It's, yeah, could be. And then, and then you're talking also about these guys potentially, I don't know if they're serious about their game like that or not, but potentially watching the playoffs now and being inspired that Luke Walton is actually in the playoffs and that's where they – you know, technically should want to be if they're yeah. not on the Houston Rockets. They have the understanding that he's a winner. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, he's a winner going back to, you know, as a player. I mean, obviously, you know, we know he was, you know, 9th, 10th, 11th man on the roster. I don't care. He was on you the roster. Doesn't matter. Team, you know, you were, part, you were part of it. You contributed. You are a champion. Yep. And he's a champion now as an assistant coach. One year, about to be, about to double up. Um, I honestly really, truly Speaking of, you know, how awards should go, you have to give the coach of the year to somebody in the Warriors situation, but I definitely think they should have a special deal where they had co-coach of the a, year. A I mean, special mention? To Steve Kerr. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Goodness gracious. Re- what did he do, 40 games? See, that was 40 games that he, he, uh, he, he coached? He had a better record than Steve Kerr. It was like, it was <laughs> wow. a record. It was like 39 wins and then Kerr had like 34. Um, so, hey, good move. It looks to the future. You know, it was disturbing last year to see the Lakers go away from the Laker way and draft a point guard when there was an available big man in Okafor. But, hey, you bought into that program, which seems to be the prevailing train of thought in the new NBA. So what do you do? You go get a tree, you get a piece off the tree that's dominating right now, this Golden State tree. So you bring Luke Walton home. Mm-hmm. He was on the way. It's a good, it's a good move. And I think not only does, is it good for these young players who – Obviously, if I'm a guard, I want to run and shoot all the time, so that's not a hard sell. But it also is good for the free agency market. I mean, if you're a Kevin Durant, you have to be thinking, okay, you know, now yeah. the Lakers can luck out. Or the organization is as, looking as, serious. As, yeah, so if the Lakers can luck out tomorrow night, or as some people, I'm sure, if it happens, will say they fix it and allow the Lakers to get the number one pick. We get Ben Gordon out of LSU, and it's back on, man. Oh, you I mean, think they're going to take Gordon, know, huh? I, I heard that uh, they're going to take Simmons. 
I'm fine. Ben Simmons. I, I, <laughs> I don't know where Gordon comes from. Oh, yeah. From. You about the old man. Thinking of old I'm Ben Gordon. Yeah, old Ben Gordon. Like, wow. Wow, he's Ben Gordon. Back. He came back, huh? <laughs> he, had some, he found some more eligibility? <laughs> ben Gordon found that found the youth. <laughs> <laughs> found that Dwayne Wade, <laughs> didn't he? That Rhea. <laughs> also known as yeah, the new so, Jones. <laughs> I, I, I was right. I, I, I like the hire. I like the hire. It's kind of a what else can you do sort of thing. Um, I like the hire. I think it's, you know, it's about as good as you can do. You know, we do well in the lottery. Sign a free agent. Hey, man, you could be back on next year. You could be back on. You could be a seventh-day seed next year if all things go right. Well, we especially if it. the Spurs uh, <laughs> continue down the road that they set at in the postseason this year because a couple teams that need to make some moves. Laker Quick, Yeah, we appreciate no having you. We appreciate your insight. I heard you drop a little uh, a little hint to how you feel, so you think the Warriors are going to take it all, huh? No reason to think otherwise, bro. 73 and 9. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing that's been shown that would make me want to put my mother, my money to the contrary of Golden State winning. Wow. I yeah. With Cleveland, huh? The way that they're playing. LeBron got to show me he's clutch. We could spend a whole segment about LeBron and his clutch or lack thereof. Okay, well, let's spend a segment on right. this. And I and, and speaking, I'm glad you I'm glad you rolled into that because one thing that uh, I was about to let you go, but now I got to keep you on, bro. Uh, I, I, I think that one thing that I'm finding extremely interesting um, is LeBron James vocalizing his displeasure with not being unanimously uh, uh, seen as the greatest player in the league. And I, I think that that it's it's amazing. Let's listen to what LeBron had to say about the MVP. If you do about a year-to-year basis, um, I think it, sometimes the word most valuable or best player of the year, you can have different results. Um, you know, that's not taken away from anyone that's ever won the award. But, I mean, you look at Steph's numbers. I mean, he averaged 30. I think he led the league uh, in steals. He was 90, 50, 40. And they won 73 wins. I mean, I don't... <laughs> And you have really any debate over that, really, um, when it comes to that award. But when you talk about most valuable, then you can have a different conversation. So, um, but take nothing away from him. He's definitely deserving of that award for sure. Now, let's just speak on the fact that he's definitely taking something away from Steph Curry <laughs> by, by his comments it, it just off the top. He tried to clean it up somewhat, but ultimately, in this whole LeBron needs to prove that he's clutch, hey, man. If the 45, 17, and 12 that he put up a few times in the finals last year didn't make you believe it, it made me a believer. You're never going to believe it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Quick, because I was on the same side as you before. But after last year's finals performance, and with this now, with the way that he's vocalizing his displeasure, and it's been all year. This isn't the first time, basically. Right. But the way that he's vocalized his displeasure with the whole of basketball basically assuming that Steph Curry is individually better than him. I really like the fire that that shows in that young man, and I, I have never seen that before from LeBron James, this kind of aggression. He should be pissed. Wow. I see no room for LeBron James to be angry at anything. Number one, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm about to really blow your mind. You tell me I you blow my mind! Hey, you, wanted, you kept me on, man. This is your fault. 
So <laughs> I think the numbers LeBron put up last year in the championship are a bit hollow, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Uh, I watched, this is like um, this yeah. is like you oh, saying oh, Tim think, Duncan is overrated. Go, go, go I got to hear this. Go ahead. The point of the championship is to win. And Golden State, it's do no fault their own. Once the injury bug came down on Cleveland, Golden State just basically let LeBron run wild, knowing that he can't beat them by himself. That's not true because you had Andre Iguodala and Barnes and everybody else on the whole squad hanging on him all the way to the rack every time he attacked, and that's not letting you just yeah. score. Yeah. Let you score is what they let Kobe do on his final night. Yeah, I, you know what? I I just felt like they weren't concerned about LeBron's stat line because at the end they knew they could just outlast him. I saw no. This is why, honestly, and let me let me tell you something else. I picked Cleveland to win the championship this year. I thought Cleveland would be Golden State. Um, obviously, we weren't. You know, we don't have that. You know, that uh mind on tape. But I thought Cleveland was going to be Golden State this year. I thought after, with the combination of them not being hurt and being in the weak Eastern Conference, I really thought Cleveland might go, I, I'd say they might go 75-7. and seven. And they haven't. And the bottom line is to me, man, LeBron, he should have just worked on his J. It's kind of splitting hairs to, to criticize a dude with all those skills. But he needs to work on his day a little more so that he could get his team an easier shot. And um, honestly, that might have resulted in like two more rings for him. Well, and, wow. honestly, <laughs> quick, he had one of the best shooting seasons of in history last year, right? I don't, I, I don't know about those numbers, but I don't, I don't doubt it. But what I'm saying is, this year, obviously, they went through that turmoil. There's a few things leadership wise that I like that LeBron has done this year. One, I like my athletes and my superstars to vote confidence in themselves by vocalizing displeasure at not being considered the best. Okay, and I don't do care it, if you're no, not the best. Don't do the passive aggressive thing. Then do it. Well, but but no, but listen, then, but listen, you know, don't you know, don't he, everybody knows he got the he got the coach fired, but he has to act like, oh, I didn't get the coach fired. Like he's running for office, and he cares about public opinion, man. Everybody know you got that man fired. Well, Kobe does the, the same thing with like Shaq. Do you see Kobe running from it? Yeah. So if you Kobe, Kobe, oh, Kobe will own up to his asshole. Man. Whatever the Kobe and Shaq and any of that nonsense, that you don't fall into this clown <laughs> trap of the icons trying to get you pumped up that, with stuff that's irrelevant. Let's talk about what's happening yeah. right now, which is we're talking about LeBron James, who's actually playing right now, not a retired player, and we're talking about a guy who is making it very clear that he thinks he's the best. And I don't know. I mean, between getting the coach fired calling out his teammates. There was the only time that I disagreed with the, with his action was when he put out those cryptic tweets that was like, the moon is blue on Thursday when you're a cat. That's what I mean. It's that, like, that, come on with that. That, was, that was bizarre. But, but he got what? weird. <laughs> Things got weird. It got but weird. the thing of it is that whoever they were meant for, they got the message. Apparently so. I guess so. You're right. That's a great point because <laughs> they turned it up. And more importantly than that, just like how we're talking about OKC and, San, uh, uh, OKC and what they did to San Antonio, I'm talking about this playoff version of the Cavs. And this playoff version of the Cavs, it's looking serious. Because in my opinion, that Detroit Pistons team would have actually beat other people in the East. There wouldn't have been a sweep. True story. And they found their way to sweep them. 
And then don't even talk about what they did to the Hawks. I don't even know. The Hawks might close up shop. You might actually have to <laughs> you might have to look for another team to to, to even The root. Hawks are good for going for closing up shop, boy. Them, them brothers be ready for that vacation. Let me tell you something. It's a lot of it's a lot of thick and juicy women running around down in Atlanta. I think them boys' legs might be some yeah, playoff they time. They leg. They done red they leg, yeah. You know something I've noticed about LeBron James' team? It's interesting. I was having this conversation with somebody else a couple of days ago. I think at times, um, now don't get it twisted, LeBron James on any list has to be in the top 12. And, uh, you know, this whole, you know, he's better than Magic top five, you know, okay, hold on, let the man finish his career first. I agree. Um, with, but, I, I completely agree with everybody talking <laughs> about somebody being better than everybody before they're done playing. Yeah, I, on, I agree. Come on. Come on. So, but I, I, LeBron's James' versatility, I think, can sometimes be a curse. That's uh, basically mm. what I was going to say. Because what it does is it confuses the roles on the team. I'm a strong believer in everybody playing their position in, life. in basketball. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and it, it's great. You know, Magic, you know, everybody knows how he started at center as a rookie and all of that. But that was never the plan. Right. That's Kareem's job. You know, Magic could score 30 points a game, but that's I'm a point guard. My job is to get these 12 assists. I think at, at times LeBron James's versatility can be. I would put him basically. I put him at the wing where he belongs. I would put him at small forward. What and I'm seeing now, though, but what I'm seeing now, what I'm seeing now is his versatility and his role and everybody else's role have now become cohesive. I don't know what happened in the locker room, mm-hmm. but it seems very clear to everybody on the court that listen. I'm the guy they can't stop. And when they realize they can't stop me, hit the open shot. And from time to time when I'm resting, Kyrie, you go out there and do the running man challenge on everybody because you can yo-yo with the ball probably better than anybody in the league and do what you do. And this seems – and and Tristan, you just stay down there and bang the board. You right. do that dirty work and you do it well, in, young in man. In philosophy, I agree with you completely. And, and to, to reiterate, I thought Cleveland would be going to state this year, which is why it bottled my mind. That Cleveland got blown twice by Golden State. I mean, it's crazy. I, I don't understand it. But they weren't playing well. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't this is my point. Yeah. That's well, not the okay. same Cleveland we're talking now. They're gelling now. And, and they are Magellan. Laker quick, always a friend and my family in the Ozone. I love you, brother, and thank you for participating. See ya. No doubt, Lake. man. Peace. Woo, like you quick. He's got a, he brought it. He's got some interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting. You know what else is interesting? I just got back from Rome and uh, I stopped over in, in the Big Apple in New York City. When I landed in Rome, I didn't have a hotel room. You know what I did? What? I landed in New York. I turned on my phone and I went on my app hotel tonight. And it's fantastic. It's great hotels, last minute deals. I got a suite in Manhattan in Midtown Manhattan for 200 bucks a night. All the travelers know wow. that's a crazy deal. Still deal. That is. That's that's the real deal. So, ladies and gents, go check out Hotel Tonight. Download the app on your smartphone. Enjoy your bookings and enjoy your life. Moving on in the Ozone right now, I want to talk about, uh, since we like to speak on the retired, let's talk about this situation in boxing. We, we uh... We had a, a, a. We have to take the bait. I mean, uh, Floyd Mayweather. He, he, just like you anticipated, T. He's not retired, so it seems he seems to be mm-hmm. pretty serious about getting back in the ring, whether that's with Conor McGregor or somebody else. Let's let's listen to what uh, Floyd had to say to FightHype.com. 
In boxing, Showtime is the A side. Um, uh, CBS is Showtime. They came to me for another big deal. I'm like, I ain't got no, I ain't, I can't put no more money in the hood. You know, we about to make the, we about to make the earth flip upside down. Y'all give me some more money. Uh, um, I want them to write the check. You know, what I've learned, you know, throughout the years, uh, and I said this before, a boxer make money when he boxes. Now, he he's uh, he goes on to talk about New York real estate and how how the Robert Earth Axis. He's gonna flip the Earth Axis because he's got a couple hundred million dollars. That's amazing. Um, I was wondering why the Earth keeps turning upside down every time somebody makes a, a billion dollars. But uh, he he goes on to talk about you know eleven acre ranches that Mikey Garcia bought and and uh, and and the Garcia family and how smart they are. To me. The, reading through the lines of what he's saying there, sounds like he's trying to set up a, a mega fight with Mikey Garcia, because Mikey Garcia was present while he was saying this, and it's the kind of guy that he'd like to fight. It's a Latin fighter, even though Mikey Garcia has more movement than most of your stereotypical Latin fighters, but it's a Latin fighter who's actually lighter than him, who's you know smaller than him, um, and that has a huge fan base on his own already, and they can make a whole boatload of money. Anybody who's actually believing that Conor McGregor has a chance against Floyd Mayweather does I, not know anything about any kind of combat sports. I, not the boxing <laughs> that bring. Come on, man. You can't fight. You can't go toe to toe with Are you kidding me? Even if he's retired or semi retired, whatever you want to call it. Even if he, he knows how to lay hands. That's, that's, that's what he knows how to do. That's yeah, his gift. He can yeah. give you the Ronette Odor. Yeah. Now, I would pay to see Ronette Odor fight. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, but no. I mean, this is interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. But what did play out, and I'm very disappointed by, is that Povetkin got caught on that meldonium, just like Sharapova did. Meldonium. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Planet Meldonium. <laughs> and and now the fight between him and Deontay Wilder is off. Yeah. Now Deontay Wilder trained. He committed to going to Russia for the fight, or Germany, Russia, one of them. I can't remember which one it was. And now this fight is off behind some nonsense, basically. Right. Now, as far as purses are concerned, does he still get his purse? Or how does that work? Do you know? I don't know because one of, you know, I know they have the guarantees, but I think you have to actually step in the ring to get it mm. because where's the money going to come from? I don't know. What is What's, it? Povetkin going to pay him? I don't, I don't I mean, know how it goes. That would be a nice contract, right? You test dirty, you give me some money. Well, that's what Pacquiao wanted to do with Floyd Mayweather. Floyd didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to do that. <laughs> he didn't. I, was, I thought that was pretty telling. But uh, <laughs> they say that Floyd plays like a thousand dollars per haircut two, three times a week. I couldn't care less. And he keeps his his haircut completely off. So I could not care any less about him and, and that that sort of thing. Good for him. I mean, it's probably a good write off, and he needs it. Because he, I don't want the Earth's axis to flip upside down. Right. So, I, you know, I don't, I don't want him to get any more. But they let him give some of it away. He's running in the stellar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, this thing really bothers me, and I want to know what is it that's going on. It feels like the '80s movies, the '80s action movies, were right about the Russian doping. Maria Sharapova, when she speaks, sounds like she's from the Valley in Los Angeles. But she's Russian. She played for the Russian national team, blah, 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 blah. And she got popped on this meldonium. 
Now we're talking about this guy Pavekin popped on the meldonium. Seems like the drug of choice out there, right? <laughs> this is the weed <laughs> of Russia. And so, so what's going on now? Did you read this report where they're talking about how they were circumventing the Olympic testing? No. Oh my goodness! There's a big report talking about how basically, and they have a diagram showing how the Russian athletes were positioned uh, at the Olympics so that they could basically have like a glory hole where they could basically swap piss where they would never get popped where their officials were staying in the next room even though the testing officials were on the other side of the wall. Yeah, I mean, what is going on? Now, do you think that that's uh, coming from the higher level or is that just like the, you know, the sporting competition of the Russian side? You know, they're very serious about winning in Russia. They are. And, you know, there's a certain level that you have to appreciate somebody being so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a certain, certain element. <laughs> they sold out. Where they sell out, where like D. Gordon sold out to right. get his $50 million deal. You know, hey, maybe he has to pay back. Maybe he won't receive two or three million. But D and his family is still good off that right. 45 that remained from his big deal right. after the suspension. Yeah. And same with Melky Cabrera. There's a lot of guys who are sitting pretty and they have generational wealth because they were willing to take the needle. Now, do I say that's something that the professional athletes need to do? Nah, because it's unfortunately, it, it, it tilts the field. But at the same time, I don't think this is a big money situation for the Russians. I think it's just pride. I think they're just saying, you know what? I'm ready to win at all costs. Right, and you know, they're, they're not probably in an environment where they can train year-round, you know, like you can in the United States. United States, we train year-round, dude. You come to Southern California where most of the baseball playing is going on, Come on, man. It's the hot spot for baseball players. You can do this year round. You can't do that, Russia. You know, you got the cold, the climate, whatever you want to talk about. They don't have that there. That's a good point. Really, really good point. Mm-hmm. I wonder about that. Hmm. I also wonder about what gives me this great skin. And I think it's three ingredients. What? Water. And? Chlorophyll. What? <laughs> Say it. Say it, brother. <laughs> Come on, Joe. And agave, sucker. <laughs> And you need to go to GorillaLife.com to taste some of this great life. Did you know that the gorilla is an herbivore and he's strong as a gorilla? I can dig that. (laughs) Right on, brother. (laughs) GorillaLife.com. Go get you a bottle. Moving on. You know what? I have a a new segment that I want to introduce. It's going to be brief, but it could go long. I'd like you to chime in. What is it? And this is just Big O's rant. I'm going to talk about myself in the third person right here. What does O have to say about... Hold on, let me go grab O. Where is he? Uh, he's hanging out with Ricky Henderson. That's <laughs> what he's doing. Hey, Omar. <laughs> Today, I am the greatest. <laughs> Ricky Henderson, my favorite baseball player of all time, was the greatest on that day. So here's the rant. Has absolutely nothing to do with sports, but I think everybody out there in podcast land will fill me. And maybe the fellas in this room will fill me as well. The other day I went and had lunch with my pastor at a restaurant that I love in a, a, a city called Los Feliz here in Los Angeles. And it's a wonderful place, wonderful restaurant. I'm going to not name names because I, I don't want to bash them, but I love them. Now, I've been away shooting a television show called Ballers. New season drops July 17th. It's the first time that I've been to this restaurant since I've come back to town. I got myself a blackened salmon sandwich. It was delightful. And you know what I wanted? I wanted some mustard. And you know why? Because the the key ingredient in mustard is turmeric. 
turmeric is an anti-inflammatory and I've been having some problems with my knee and I wanted to bring the swelling down. I said, you know what? Natural. It's natural. It's natural. It's not going to mess up your kidneys and your liver and all other stuff like the, 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 the insides of the world. So what I said is I want some mustard. I'm going to load up on the mustard uh, and, and this is going to be a great sandwich. And you know what they told me? Oh, okay. We only have Dijon though. <laughs> what the hell is going on with all of these restaurants that I go to that won't carry regular yellow mustard. Great Poupon. <laughs> I'm not fancy enough to only have Dijon and Poupon as my option. I just want the regular yellow. I just want to go yellow for Carmelo. <laughs> what is happening? Why, why is this so hard? And if you don't have it, just let me know. Because you know what? I'll bring some packets of mustard. I'm not above that. Right. I'm not above bringing my own mustard, as they say on the East Coast. Keep it in your wallet. I wherever I got to <laughs> like keep Like Hillary it. keep her hot sauce in her purse. Come on. I woke up like this, like Beyonce and her hot sauce. I have my mustard on deck if it's necessary. Uh, I rode my bicycle over to this restaurant. I could have threw it in my backpack. I would have been very angry if I wanted mustard and couldn't get it. All I was thinking about was mustard and turmeric. Something in your body was craving that. Just the fact that my knee looked like a volleyball. And it was all swollen up, and I knew how to, to bring it down. And how I was going to bring it down was some mustard on my salmon, chump. <laughs> break it down. And and I couldn't break it down. They had a brother jammed up. <laughs> you see? The pigs held me down that day, brother. Listen, turkey, give me some space. Let me breathe. <laughs> I couldn't get no space. All I wanted was some mustard. What's going on? Everybody out there, that's a restaurateur. And I love you. Trust me, I'm a Carry foodie. the condiments. Carry the condiments. The full slate. I need them all. And most of them are chock full of preservatives, so it's not like you have to buy them all the time. Yeah, but have you ever just been to go get a hamburger and they don't have mustard on hamburger now? Everybody loves a good Thousand Island on the hamburger. Everybody loves. I don't want a Thousand Island. Thousand I don't like the way Island. that even looks on the burger. It looks mayonnaise so nasty. and mustard. That's how we used to do That's it back it, in the it day. Is. <laughs> and with some onions. <laughs> yeah. And some Wonder Bread. Yeah, let's go. And I'm Soft ready to roll. <laughs> I'm all. I'm deep in the grease. Come on, man. But I, I what is going on? Thousand Island on a burger. No mustard at a damn sandwich shop. I mean, this is a restaurant. It's, it's terrible. Not, it's not like I can understand if mustard meant that you had to get a special permit to have the mustard or that it, it, it takes up a whole bunch of space or something. This is some mustard, man. <laughs> What's happening? Come on, chump. I'm really upset about this situation. This is my Should rant be. for the day. Should be. I'm, you know, thank you, everybody out there for letting me vent. Calm down. I have to, A. Calm down. A, back off. I had to back off. So... All right, folks. It's been a wonderful edition of the Ozone. Uh, Icons, you got anything else to add? Do you have anything you want to speak on, brother? You know what? There is something um, where the... Let me see. This is about Chris Bosh. Did you hear about Chris Bosh? They're talking said, about him maybe never playing again. Huh? Yeah, that's terrible. That is really a talent unfortunate. like that, not being able to play anymore, that's very, very serious. It is. And, I mean, is it is it just out of the, the, the fear for his health? Or do the people really just like those suits that he wears on the sidelines now. Who is <laughs> <laughs> Chris Bosch's tailor? And Chris is the homie too, actually. I, I had dinner with him one night in Miami. That's, he's a cool guy. I really hope his health is okay. And I wonder in that situation, I'm not the medical professional, but in that situation, I wonder how much it matters whether or not you actually are, you know, how much does it matter whether you're playing? Can that thing strike you whether you're playing or whether you're just walking around? It seems like it can strike you at any time. Their security might die on the court. Really, it sounds like it, it sounds like right? right. But but it's the same risk as if he's just walking around on the right. beach, living well. Right. And so, 
I don't think that they want to take a chance on him just dropping dead on the court, which I don't blame them. Yeah. You know, he wanted to get in on this because he would have been a difference maker in that last oh, series. Forget about it. You know, they, but, they, truth be told, I think they got work for the Cavs if they have Chris Bosh, Whiteside, and Dwayne Wade. Come on, man. That's a serious lineup with the dang and it's formidable. Joe Johnson and those young kids, Justice Winslow. He sounds like a character on like a Jerry Bruckheimer procedural. <laughs> hey, okay. Justice Winslow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's bringing the thunder. That's that's that is unfortunate. I saw that, and I, you know what, I was I was hoping that that's not, you know, I don't know. I was hoping that it just wasn't true. Yeah, that's that's all I had left for it. I mean, I was just very very disappointed to hear that. You know, I am too. Well, we can send some prayers out that light and positive energy to Chris Bosh. I'm gonna leave you guys with a quote here, and it's coming from one of my favorites. Do not pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. And that's coming from the master Bruce Lee right there. Wow. All right, folks. We'll see you guys in about a week. I think that we got uh, six or seven games for this OKC Warrior series. I think we got four to five games for the Cavs series. I'm going to check in with you later on this week, and you'll see whether I'm right or if I'm full of mustard. (laughs) Big O at Omar Miller. Find me. Ozone. Peace. Ozone.